All right, football is not complete these days without the word VAR being mentioned. We can't even call it a word because it's a, it's a combination of three different words, but we've made it into one VAR. Long discussions about whether technology and football uh, that's going to be helping referees is a good idea or not. So we saw last night Tottenham Hotspur, Man City game in the Champions League quarterfinal. Brought a shock result. Was it without what we call controversy? I don't know if VAR stole the show. Uh, because uh, the CAF referee, as well as VAR instructor, Mr. Jerome Damon, uh, joins me on the line. Good evening, sir. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Robert. Rather formal introduction there. We have to be formal, because you and I disagree with this VAR. So I have to respect you from the word For go. Sure. For sure. Now, VAR, is it VAR is it a controversial saying? topic still, this VAR, or are we just not understanding it? I think there's a... Um, I think there's a lot of education that needs to happen on all sides. Um, VAR is, a, is is easy once we get to grips with what uh, you know what VAR is all about. Um, you know, with VAR, and, and a lot of people get get a, get a bit confused. With VAR, um, the referee takes the first decision, and the referee takes the last decision. Uh, VAR only presents images and um, yeah, via video footage to the referee, and the referee makes the final decision. So let's take the decision because it's still playing in our minds. Where yesterday mm-hmm. uh, there yeah. was a, there was a call uh, for a handball that was in the box, whether or yeah. not willingly, wittingly, unwitting, whatever the case is, hand to ball, ball to hand. I don't even know if those terms still apply. But yeah, there was a decision that was taken. Uh, referee had to go into his little box there to go watch some footage. Now. What in all of that movement, Mr. Damon, constitutes the assistance? Because it's a video assistant referee scenario that is out there. What yep. constituted him using that footage to help him make a decision to say it is indeed a penalty? Um, the VAR doesn't make that decision. The referee makes that decision. So what would have happened is... Um, when, when the referee operates in a VAR environment, he is encouraged, he is trained uh, for a long time to explain his decision. So when there is an appeal and there would have been some sort of, you know, movement, he would have, he would have said, either he would have said, uh, I don't see anything, no contact, no nothing, and this would have then prompted the VAR to have a look. Because it happens in the penalty area, it's one of the four conditions that VAR can intervene. It's on goals, it's in penalty area incidents, mistaken identity, and direct red cards. And so um, because it was a penalty area incident, the VAR would have checked anything that happened in the, in the penalty area. And because Capers did not react, did not say anything, VAR would then assume and say, Dan, who is Danny Makalele, one of the top VAR referees in the, um, assistant, video assistant referees in the world, would have said, Listen, uh, Bjorn, I, I, we are not sure whether you have seen this. We recommend an on-field review, and then Capers opened the review. And then as he runs, the VAR would say, we have found the following in the penalty area. Please have a look. And then when, B, when Bjorn gets to the referee's review area, he would have then asked the, the, the operator uh, for the, to give him the various angles, um, and he could then ask to slow it up or to give normal speed, show the point of contact, 
And based on that, he would then make a decision whether to uphold his on-field decision or to change his on-field decision. So it's entirely, entirely and completely up to the referee. The VAR only presents um, the, the, the evidence. All right. So in this scenario, and I'm glad you've mentioned it, it, it might not have been his call. So you're saying the gentleman that's sitting in the box would have said to um, Capers that, listen, um, there could be a, a scenario here. Because from my recollection, and it's usually a, a good giveaway sign, none of the city players had actually appealed much for the penalty. Um, yes, but then there was correct. a quick check as well for the for the replays, and he confirmed uh, that it is indeed a penalty. So he would have had something communicated into his ear to say, "I might have something for you. Hold on a he minute." Would have, he, he he probably could have made the first the first um, yeah, the first contact with their art because it, there's something there. Please have a look, which most many referees do, and say, "Listen." Something happened there. I didn't have a good view. I didn't have a good angle. I just had this feeling something happened there. But because it's in the penalty area, VAR would have checked anyway um, because it's a penalty area incident. And uh, the VAR would have told him, as I said, you know, come and have another look and you make the final decision. You know what Rio Ferdinand said? You might have been, you know, privy to this. Rio doesn't think that it should have been a penalty. And he's a guy who's played at the highest level, has a lot of respect, is now a pundit, and it doesn't mean that he is right. But all I'm saying is that his views have gone out and they've gone worldwide. So he says, and I quote, that you need people in that box who have played the game. These people do not understand football. You need to have the people that understand football if they are making these decisions. That is clear cut to me. It is not a penalty, end quote. But that's the player's view. Have you, have you spoken to any of the referees around the world? Because they would have come up with a, with, a, with a scenario that it's a penalty. I do understand, though, that handball is a very, very controversial issue. And for that reason, the IFAB have introduced uh, and, and reworked the wording with the handball. And so hopefully from after June we will see uh, a more clear understanding from everybody concerned with regards to what a handball is. In that incident last night, the player went down to, to block the ball with his feet. His hands got in the way. Uh, now, who took the risk there? The player who took the shot or the player who blocked the ball? And if it's the player who blocked the ball and he blocked it with his hands, he has to pay the price. And, um, and, and, and then flip, flip that very quickly to the incident with Liverpool where there was also something of a handball in the box. Yeah, but uh, if you look at where that ball had come from, was there any opportun- Was there an opportunity for the player to move towards the ball? The player didn't move towards the ball in that instance. The ball came towards him. Um, the, the goalkeeper played it in his direction from a very, from a very short distance. Uh, where the players put their hands, like the hands can't just disappear. Um, but that's, you know, a, that's and, part and, of the and, argument. And, and, but don't, don't go away. Uh, Jerome, please don't go away. I want to take a quick spot break. Uh, I'll come back to you. I want to chat about this. Uh, yeah, it will be a spot break there, not one there. But yeah, let's do this. And we're having that all-important conversation that you've always wanted to have. Uh, Jerome Damon, uh, who's a CAF referee, a man who's dominated the spotlight before VAR instructor, uh, has been uh, yeah, instructing a whole lot of people, though, because we did have courses uh, about a week ago, I think, Jerome, uh, here in Johannesburg uh, that were mm-hmm. being held. While, while we were chatting about that, and then obviously these opinions are there, the handball is, is a contentious issue. 
because yeah. one day you'll give, the next day you won't give. The one, if it was, you know, in the Liverpool game, could have been given uh, by a different referee and justified. And, and so there's no consistency. Would you agree, though, that at some point there needs to be an alignment so that we all understand what a handball actually is? And that's exactly what the IFAB has done with the new amendments to the laws of the game, which come into effect from the 1st of June. Um, and if, you, if, if one goes to read some of those, some of those lines, uh, the following are handball situations, even accidental. The ball goes into the goal after touching an attacking player's hand or arm. That will be a handball. A player gains control or possession of the ball after he touches their hand and then scores or creates a goal-scoring opportunity. That will be a handball. Uh, the ball touches a player's arm or hand, which made their body unnaturally bigger. The ball touches a player's arm when it is above their shoulder. Right, unless the player um, has deliberately played the ball, which uh, another player has touched, and this is what happened in the Liverpool game, where another player deliberately played the ball into his into his arm, um, and you know, uh, so there there are a whole lot of things that that will help us to clear up what the handball is going to look like. There are mm. the ISA and FIFA all agree that um, handball is probably the most contentious um, decision for a referee to make on a football field. Guys, again, Jermaine Genus says your arms are part of your body, right? Correct. He says you can't just chop them off. Jolien Lascott says, where do you want his arms to be? If he puts his arms by his side, he doesn't have his balance. So we're asking the defenders to learn a whole new technique in terms of defending. No, that's not true. That's not true. When the player goes towards the ball, his, his option, is his, his play is to stop the ball from going towards goal. So the risk is with the player. He went in there with his feet. He didn't get it with his feet. He got it with his hands. How can that not be a penalty? But how do you judge intention? How do you get into somebody's... Is there even no, no, anything like intention? No, you don't judge. That's, that's, not, that's not talking about the intention. That's talking about the outcome, and that is what handball must be. Talking about the outcome, what the action of but then the that action. is that is and where the outcome. controversy comes in though because if you're not talking about the intention you talk about the outcome there was an outcome of a handball in the liverpool game so a penalty should have been given so what are we judging the following is not usually a free kick the ball touches the players on directly from their own head or body like we saw in the nigeria incident in the world cup the ball touches the player's hand or arm, which is close to their body and has not made their body unnaturally bigger. And that happened in the Liverpool game. It did not make his body unnaturally bigger, as opposed to what happened in the Manchester City match, where the, where the, where the defender going towards the ball made his body unnaturally bigger. His hands, where were his hands? When he was, when he was gaining, supposedly gaining his balance. It was above his head. Anybody for balance, it would be on the side of your body, not above, uh, above, your sh- above shoulder height. Now, Jan van Tongen, who was standing just behind mm. uh, Danny Rose when the ball struck his arm, uh, yeah. and, and obviously he, he initially thought nothing of it, uh, and he was quoted as saying that it was extremely weird. No one expected it. They didn't even appeal for it. Uh, that's VAR. It takes a lot away from the game. Uh, football is always a very emotional game, and VAR is changing that if, a bit. If, refer- if referees have to go with every appeal a player gives, then the game is never going to end. The referee has to make a judgment call on what he sees on the field of play. And the referee made a judgment call. The first one, he didn't see anything. And on the second occasion, VAR said, come and have another look. Now, if the referee on the day felt 
that he did not, he felt that that action was not a deliberate handball and therefore not a penalty. He was well within his rights to go back and say, I'm staying with my on-field decision. The restart we play was stopped. So the decision was the referee's at the start, and it was the referee's decision to award the, free, the penalty kick after he had reviewed um, um, video footage. Let me quickly take a, a voice note here, Joe. Mm-hmm. Hi, Rob. Uh, it's Abongile in Devon. I think in this VAR issue, there's still a lot of great areas left out, but then a I games, but then I think it was a penalty against Man City because the the angle we saw it's the same angle that was like shown when the Paris Saint Germain uh, gave the penalty to Man City. Kipemba, uh, the same angle he blocked the ball in the penalty area. But we still need more clear clarity on this issue. It's long down the game, so I've got so many issues around it. Thanks, Thanks, Rob. All right. That's why we need Jerome Damon to be seated right here. When I come down to Cape Town, I want to stare at you in the eye and we want to talk about this VAR situation. Yes, I, I would love to. And, and, and you see, it's, it's all about getting to know how VAR operates. And we, are, and we are hoping that with VAR being introduced more and more in the different leagues around the world, that people will become more familiar with VAR. And I think a lot of the misconception and the, um, you know, the, I don't trust this, I don't trust that, is because people don't quite understand how VR works. Um, and and I'm, I'm sure that people will eventually grasp and say, listen, you know what, VR actually just does help the game. Because if you look at the stats um, from World Cup, for example, referee accuracy moves from 90, 95% accurate to 99% accurate. The time it took for a, for a review to happen, was it took less time to do a review, an unfilled review, than to do a substitute. Now, what 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 does people want? Do people want the wrong decisions, or do people want the correct decisions and the correct teams going through? If you look at the FA Cup on the weekend, for all intents and purposes, Wolves were going through. And then there was a penalty. Um, what's his name? Gave a penalty. VAR uh, reviewed, yeah. and VAR uh, uh, looked at it and said, but if he is correct, and they didn't have to intervene. Okay, because only you know what I'm yep. going to do? Sorry, Jerome, let me take a quick mm. news break. Can I steal a few sure. minutes of your time after the news? Um, because, you know, we also VAR here. I don't want to be accused of being late for news. Because that's how the situation works. Time, top of the hour. Welcome back, sir. Thank you very much, my man. We're talking VAR. Mm-hmm. VAR. Yeah, not VAT, but just VAR. Okay. You like it? Can I get you? That thing there that referees run. Oh, video watch. assisted. Okay. Yeah, I they see. go and watch television. Oh, yeah, no, and, it's okay. And, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. You right. like it? I don't mind it. But you like it? <laughs> I, didn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying that, but hey. Yeah, if it's there. It it's serves there. a purpose, yeah. Okay. Employment, jobs, that kind of thing, yeah? Yeah, I suppose. Does it help football? It's somewhat. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a dodgy decision you're giving me already, <laughs> which means it might go for review. Thanks, Madhubi. Appreciate <laughs> that. Good evening, Prarob. Uh, on this issue of this VAR, it's it's killing our game, honestly. I don't know. What what are defenders supposed to be? Robots or something? Because the, the thing is, if this thing, it's, it's unfair to defenders. I, I think it's unfair to, to our football. 
we, we, we mustn't put a, a lot of computers in our football. Let football be football. Let's enjoy it just as it is. It can be used. I think it can be used for, for instance, like malicious fouls and goal line. Goal line. That, 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 uh, there I think it can be used. Thank you, Bravo. Hey, Mr. Rob. It's me, Sonabile Makoti from Soweto. On my side, I think this uh, VAR thing, it's working very well because I just looked the game uh, between uh, Tottenham, Hospital and Manchester City. If you look at uh, that player for Tottenham, Hospital, Rose, Rose went down and the ball hit him. And immediately, immediately the ball hit him. The ball changed the position or changed the direction. So if the ball hit you in the box and the ball changed the direction, it's obviously, it's a penalty, especially uh, when uh, your hands are not on the right position because if you are a defender you supposed to put your hands at the back if you are in uh, uh, in the box so for me that vr it, it's working very well all right so those are the opinions as incoming with regards to var And as I said, we, we've managed to pull a few strings here with uh, Jerome. We've managed to clear the, the deck a little bit. But I do think it's an important one. I'm still going to hold you up to a, a more in-depth discussion. Uh, but I sure. think um, without breaking away, let's give it a bit of a human feel here, Jerome, before I get to yeah. comment on the, on the voice notes mm-hmm. that have come through. Behind your back to make it certain it's not going to be a penalty. I don't understand that. Which player can come out and be... And have balance with their hands behind their back or right immediately down by their side. Mm. You need when you stand, you stand like this. Yeah. You don't stand like this. It's more natural to stand it's like that. Yeah. This yeah. is natural. Your natural position is like this. Yep. When you jump, his hands aren't up here. His hands are here. Well, as the as I don't the get it. I don't, well, I don't think it's handball. Yeah. I love it that it's handball. Don't get me wrong. I'm, just, I'm, happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I speak that all day, but I don't think it's handball. Yeah. But as as the law is written at the moment, that's yeah. handball, and we know that IFAB are looking at handball. We know that IFAB um, last last weekend said about the silhouette of the um, the defender, which may uh, come into uh, account from first of June. But as the law stands at the moment, Rio, that's a handball in the penalties. Mark, the law's referees. Yeah. They need to get football people on that panel. Mm-hmm. to help the refs because for, every football player will say it's not a penalty yeah. even though it's, it's great that yeah. it is we understand, refs what, we understand it. why it's being refs given because as a penalty. it is yeah but maybe the law's written wrong yeah. because it's hard for players Rio's right what do you do in that situation where do you go mm. with your as soon as it went to VAR you knew it was going to yeah. get given as a penalty I, I, have argue, I have argued for many years just so that we get consistency that if the ball hits your arm it's a foul so therefore, it's up to defenders to get their hands out of the way. Therefore, it takes all that away. Yeah, but you say that, yeah. Say you're That's, running at me, yeah. but you say you're running at me, right? Yeah. And you're three yards, four yards away from me, and I've got to come out to you, and I've got to do that. Yeah. You are now in pole position as the attacker That's to kick the ball past me. But and you I've know got, what it is. At no least balance. you know what it is. Yeah, but you, you can't just hand the, the whole advantage to the attacking players. Why not? Because it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what happens there. That's Rio and the guys. Uh, I thought, you know, let's uh, yeah. let's give it a bit of a, a, a human feel to it. Now, the one thing, again, Jerome, that I, I would hate to see happen in this beautiful game of football, as we call it, the beautiful game, is for post a game. Let's say it was the most exciting game. And we've seen a couple of those yeah. already. 
where the discussion is not about the quality of the game and how well this one played and individual brilliance or hat-tricks. It's about VAR. No, I don't think the decision I don't think the decision is about VAR. I think the decision is about whether it's a penalty or not. Um and and, and I think, you know, foot uh, and it's easy when they say football people would need to be on that panel, but football people are part of the panel who make um up the laws of the game. Uh FIFA has uh, uh, many people who are on who are ex football players who played with Rio Ferdinand and played before Rio Ferdinand. Marco van Basten, for example, serves on the IFAB, where they make these rules and they decide on how, how these, you know, what the rules, what the laws of the game should look like. So for them to say football people should be involved in making the decision is rather unfair. Is a referee not a football person? So are, sure. are we saying that, that, that players should just be making the decisions by themselves? Then why not just forego the referees and then make players just play on, on a Saturday afternoon? And then we'll see, um, you know, maybe that could be the best outcome. But as things stand at the moment, and, 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 and if you ask many people around the world, you'll get a, a different opinion. And it will not be about VAR necessarily. It will be about the fact that whether that was penalty or not. And, and, and that keeps the debate in football. That keeps the humanness in football. I, mean, I think it's the one thing that, uh, in my disagreeing with my stance, and, you know, I understand, Jerome, in terms of where they want to go with VAR, etc. But I look at football as something slightly more global than what you have with tennis, than what you have with uh, rugby, uh, and all of these other sports that utilize technology. Yeah. Now, not every blade of grass on the continent, you know, we, we, we third world here, and we've got to accept that. So you will qualify to a certain stage not using VAR, and then when you get to the knockout stage, then they start to use VAR. So if there were four penalties in the build-up, in the, let's say, the group stages of a tournament, and there was no VAR, and you get to the, uh, the knockout stages, and they start to implement that. For me, I'm saying that the consistency. I mean, we don't even have those spray. What's that shaving cream called here in South Africa? Why, why don't we have that yet as a starter to say, okay, the world is using this. It has been used for, I don't know how many mm-hmm. seasons now. But yeah, locally in the PSL, we don't even use that spray. But, but, but now we're not debating the merits or the demerits of VAR and whether the system works or not, but whether the system works all over the world. And that's a different debate on its own. At, the, at this point in time, VAR works. It works in the big leagues around in, in Europe, um, in Germany, in Spain. Next year, it will be introduced in the UK. Um, and so it works. It works in the MLS, MLS sorry, in, in the US. It works in Asia. Um, and I get what you're saying about the fact that it, it you know, you, you play without VAR and suddenly you get into, comp- into a knockout competition. But it's the same, you know, you, you get any, if, if you look for, the, for example, the, the South African competition, the teams who play in the, in, in, in the Nate Bank Cup, for example, they don't get the difference. The match officials who referee in the in the latter stages of of the competition, they get their local guys. Now you could use that same argument with VAR. So why are they not having the same in the FA Cup? Why are they not having the same um, level of refereeing proficiency uh, when they start out the competition? Therein is the unfairness. If you want to talk about those unfairnesses, then we need to go right down and we look at how we do football throughout the world from every league up in every competition. Mm, I'm just saying that we're adding on to those complications. So it's either we improve the human referee to become better 
with your argument that's being advanced, or we say, okay, let's roll out to the entire continent. We, we, we can hardly roll out electricity, but let's roll out VAR across the continent and let's make it work. And I use a typical example of something that doesn't even need, uh, you know, to be rigged or screens to be there. And I'm just asking as a person who wants to understand here, uh, yeah. Jerome, regarding that spray, is that why don't we have it? For example, and I know it's a slight off-ramp to my discussion right now, but I'm just trying to contextualize. Why don't we have that spray? Uh, to use the spray or to use VAR or not to use VAR, that is a competition decision. So that question must be, must be asked to the, to the competition organizers, organizers, who in this case is the PSL. So they are the best place people to answer that question with regards to why there is no spray or why there is Should we be having that spray, though, according to you? I mean, you, you're, you're a former referee at this level. Uh, should we be having, should we be in line with what the world is doing? Why are we the exception? Things like VAR and the spray is to assist referees and to assist with game management, etc. Um, and so if there are those tools are available, then referees should be able to use all those tools. But like I said, it's a competition decision. And so the people who are in charge of the competition, they need to make those decisions. And, and you know, for, for obvious reasons, I, I can't be speaking much about that, but... Um, because we can get back to our discussion on VAR. Yeah. No, no doubt, doubt. Um, all, all I'm saying is that here is something that we don't need to rig. A, a guy just pops his hand to the, you know, to his back and, you know, pulls out what I can call just shaving cream and 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 utilize it the way that everybody utilizes it all over the world. But we, we don't have that. W- what is the likelihood? Is VAR coming to South Africa? Is that something we're going to be using soon, Jerome? Do you have any knowledge? Um, at this point in time, I've. I've I can't say whether VAR will be used in South Africa or not because that because the process because the I the IFAB now have a qualifications process uh, to ensure that people who that match officials who use VAR are, are equipped to use VAR successfully and also to able to referee in a VAR. So there's lots of training that happens and so you you know, just like a pilot has to go into a simulator, referees have to go into a simulator to you know, to practice VAR. They have to practice VAR on a on a field with players in a live situation. Um and, and there's lots of education that needs to happen. Education of, of spectators, of media, of all the all the role players. Players need to understand um how VAR works. And so if we were to start VAR training today and the and the match officials do it really well um, then we should we could be one year away from using VAR in a live match. However, those decisions must first be taken between the controlling body of football in SAFA and the organizers of the professional league in, in South Africa, the PSL. They need to sit together. They need to agree that VAR is a way forward. And if they agree, they then write to the IFAB. And if the IFAB works with the host association and the, and, and the league, to um, roll out a plan and a strategy for the for the implementation of VAR in a live match, sure. but those questions yeah. and, and those decisions get taken at another level. I, I, I hear you, Jerome, and, and I think it makes perfect sense. And it will be a historical moment when they can agree on something. I think they can't they can't even agree on ensuring sponsorship of of referees um, at the moment, uh, potentially taking each other to court. But that's a separate. Uh, discussion. I believe a couple of voice notes. Jerome, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Just a couple of voice notes, yeah. 
Good evening, Robert, and the esteemed guest there in the studio. My name is Temba. I'm calling you from Mamilodi. My question is a simple one. Uh, why can we not hear the referee as he makes his decision in the in the whole VAR situation? Uh, I mean, he's mic'd already. In rugby, we can hear when the referee is communicating with the VAR referee. So my question is, why can we not hear when the referee is communicating with the VAR referee? Uh, it's a question I get a lot, Joe. Maybe you could mm-hmm. quickly explain that. Uh, we, we see it in rugby. Yeah. If every word that is spoken, every breath that is taken, yeah. we, we hear it. Yeah. I, I think when people view it like that, we understand in South Africa we, are become, we have sports who have video technology used for many years. So the simple answer is, uh, you know, TMO is 10 years plus old. They are is two years old. And so I am sure that in years to come, protocol will be written that the, that the communication can be heard um, by everybody because, uh, you know, the IFAB and FIFA are always on about that. This needs to be a transparent process. needs to be open. Um, and at this point in time, it's a close communication between the VAR and the referee, um, just like it was with TMO when it started, just like it was with DRS and cricket when it started. Mm. But let's give VAR a few, a few, a few more years and we could, we could go up into a situation where you would hear the conversation between the match officials. All right, Tim Puma says that I don't trust VAR anymore since the contradiction on the Man United versus PSG game and also the Juve versus Palmer game. Uh, he says Man United won, Palmer would denied a penalty, but it was the same situation uh, that came through and prevailed. Him. I want to take my final spot break. Jerome, you've been an absolute star. I want to get your final comments. I want to know if VAR is going to be used uh, in this uh, upcoming Africa Cup of Nations uh, tournament. Uh, yeah, let's uh, take more of your voice notes. I do believe that there are plenty already. 0605842250. That is the WhatsApp voice note number talking all things VAR. Pro or not? Good evening, Mr. Rob. Uh, for me, I think VAR is, is actually killing the interest in football because I think football is more interesting when teams have been robbed when we have something to talk about tomorrow morning so if there is VAR ah, come on there's nothing to debate about because it is technology it is a computer it knows what's right so if there's no VR there's no computer we're just gonna debate and debate about the decisions that were being made by the reference so for me I I, I don't like VAR it's Kumo from here Obviously, it's a penalty. Uh, for me, I think uh, the VAR is absolutely good. It's really helping our football. I mean, there are a lot of uh, incidents that happened in the past that have changed uh, the complexion of the game, of which if the VAR was there, I mean, such things were not going to happen. Remember the goal from Lampard that England, did, England didn't get in South Africa. I mean, by that time, if we had VR, I mean, now we should be talking different story. I think VR is good. I think it's fine. Good evening, Rob. Um, this is James in Winterfeld. Um, I think VAR, Rob, uh, is good for our football. It will also help us not to wait for eight, six months waiting for the DC uh, to make decisions on whatever situation might have happened. 
inside the field. So at least it is saving us from going from X, Y, P, Q, R, etc., etc. No, Prorok, they should strap this uh, VRR thing. Hand of God, if the VR be called 1986, no, they should strap it. Because so it's called Head of God, because I'm going all right, so uh, different views as you can pick up again, Jerome. That's 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 yeah. the game of football. Seb Blatter mentioned that um, he is not in favour of all of these uh, technology ideas. I asked about the uh, Africa Cup of Nations. It is happening this mm-hmm. year. What's yeah. the decision? Um, at this point in time, we are ongoing with training of match officials to work in the VAR environment and to be VAR. Um, the CAF Referees Committee and the CAF, uh, well, the CAF Executive Committee will make a final decision as to whether there will be VAR um, in the in the uh, competition or not, and 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 from which stage. And so um, we've just been tasked with ongoing training, and we've been very fortunate to have the technical director of the IFAB working closely with CAF, uh, David Allery, um, in guiding the ship towards ensuring that VAR is a success. Um, and knowing that CAF, CAF have already used VAR in a few of the competitions, the last match was the Super Cup where there was VAR present. Um, and again, you know, when the referees make good decisions um, and they get into the right positions with the right viewing angles, then VAR is a moot point. It's just for that odd occasion, one in every three games, um, when the referee doesn't get into a good position for, for various reasons, uh, he gets obscured. Uh, and then VAR presents him with an option to have another look. And people must understand, it's another look. Uh, uh, the one listener said they like the controversy, but referees don't like controversy. Referees like correct decisions. Um, and it's, you know, it's unfair to say, let's keep the controversy, because what about the poor referee? You're not the one, the spectator in the stand, uh, being, being sworn at and being thrown things at mm. because of a decision that you made and had you had another look, had you had another angle... Um, you would not have made that decision. And VAR provides that out, that, um, that way out. Although we can also admit, though, Jerome, that uh, despite that extra additional look, we, we've still seen referees make a mistake after having had that look. Correct, because VAR is about referees making the, uh, the call. So, the, so, like I said, you know, um, there was a match, and I'm not going to mention which match, but there was a match, a very prominent match where... The VAR presented the referee with a decision that said, listen, my friend, I think you got this one wrong. But the referee still went with his wrong decision. And that's on the referee. It's not a VAR error. It's the referee who makes the final decision. Yeah. Because it's a big jump. Uh, the one thing I'm in favor of, that's goal line technology, which is different from VAR. For me, goal line technology is that split second, uh, there's a beep on your wrist, the watch goes off. Yeah, it was over the line. Yeah, it wasn't over the line in terms of the entire circumference of the ball, etc. That for me works, and I've got no problem with that because it's not going to be wasting time. It's not going to give the the referee time to run and look and come back and make a decision, make a call. Could be wrong, could be right, but we're also not there in terms of that. Very quickly, is that also something for consideration domestically? I'm not sure about goal line technology, um, whether that has been discussed at any level um, in football in South Africa. Um, again, like I said before, those are the questions that only the, the leagues and the, the national body can answer.
All right, so you're up to it in terms of what I asked you for. Jerome, let's have a proper chat. Let's unpack this thing uh, because there's so much to learn. As much as I'm not in favor of it, and you are, uh, I know that I can always have a good, solid argument with you and debate yeah. because you are a professional. You don't take things seriously and then go and sulk and, 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 and pretend that you'll never talk to me ever again. And I know that about you because you're about the factual delivery of what you know. And I'll, I'll bring you the counter. So let's do it. Absolutely, Rob. And, and, and like you say, um, we, we, we're in football together for the same reason. And so uh, we need to get to the best outcome. And we can't take things seriously. Uh, friendship is far, too more, far more important than football. Love that, Jerome. Thank you so much. And thanks again uh, for agreeing to stay longer than was initially scheduled. You are most welcome. All right. So that's a VA instructor as well as a CAF referee there, Jerome Damon, uh, joining us uh, on the line, talking all things VAR. I am on steps in as well as Just Ice.